What's going on, everybody? Before we get started with today's episode, just want to give a quick shout out, as always, to NordVPN. You can use NordVPN to browse the internet privately, safely, and securely. If you sign up now with the GTD Sports affiliate link, you can get a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee where you can connect up to six devices simultaneously. It's on whatever platform you need. I use NordVPN myself, so make sure you guys check that out with the GTD affiliate link today. This is the Going the Distance podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're like, oh, I wish I got him in the top drive. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome into another episode of the Going the Distance podcast. My name's Ryan Bennell, and alongside me is Elijah Spann. Today is October 5th. It is crazy that it is already October. It does not feel like we're about to be at the end of 2021. But alas, we are back for another episode. we got a great one planned. We're going to be talking about our fantasy football dub this weekend. Going to be talking about all the memes this weekend, like Urban Meyer. If you haven't seen that video, you will hear about it. We have a new segment we're going to try out called How Do You Feel, where we talk about college and NFL. And then last but not least, we're going to be making our MLB playoff predictions. But before we get into any of that, make sure you guys check us out on social media over at GTD underscore sports. Except for TikTok, we are at GTDsports.com. Follow our personal accounts. I'm over at Ryan Bunnell 8 and Elijah is at ElijahSpan19, as you can see on the screen. And last but not least, subscribe to the GTD Sports newsletter. You can find that on our website at the bottom of the page. And you can keep up with email notifications on all new episodes and stuff like that. All right, we I just mentioned everything we're going to be talking about today, but first we're going to start Tuesday, as always, with the highlight and low light of this weekend. Elijah, I'll hand it over to you. All right, so my highlight of this week is that, so I've started this new thing, and you know how, like, on TikTok, a bunch of girls, mostly girls, sometimes dudes, will have their, uh, like, their Venmo or Cash App in their bio? Yeah, yeah. Yes, so I'm pretty sick of that. So every time I see that shit now, if I see anybody on TikTok whatsoever or Instagram that looks like they have that shit in their bio, I'll click on it and uh, and I'll request them ten bucks on Venmo. Yeah, I hate I hate seeing those uh, like the girls and stuff with the. Okay, well Elijah's gonna pop out, pop back in, refresh. Little technical difficulties, but Elijah was saying every time he sees somebody. Or like a girl on TikTok have their Cash App or Venmo in their bio. He has been requesting them rather than sending them money. I sound better now. Yeah, you sound way better. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, so that was that's definitely my highlight. Uh, it's I haven't got any money yet, but hopefully one day somebody appreciates the joke for being a beggar and uh, gives me some cash. I, I need it probably more than they do anyway. I wonder um, if anybody ever gets actual money for that. Bro, girls, hell yeah. Some of those some of those TikTok girls are like pretty hot. Yeah. They probably make like five hundred bucks a month. It's we can we might it's like it's delaying like hard right now. Motherfucker. Another episode of fuck technology. That's the theme of uh, 
of the Going the Distance podcast lately. <laughs> Internet and Wi-Fi, everything sucks. Everything's painful. Alright, well, Elijah should be coming back to us any second now. Not sure exactly what's going on there, but um, I'll go ahead and get into my highlight low light while we wait on Elijah. So my highlight of the weekend was, uh, well, it hasn't happened per se yet, but it was an event that's upcoming. My brother ended up, he does not live in Texas any longer, but his girlfriend lives in Austin. So he's coming down. Austin is where the Formula One Grand Prix is. Oh, we got Elijah back. All right. How am I? Sounds good. Is there any delay okay. on my end? Nope, we're good. Okay. All right, perfect, so, perfect. Smooth sailing from here on out. All right, let's get back to the uh, let's get back to the Venmo wings. Okay, yeah. So I've just been doing that. Yeah. So you're saying, nah, if there's a if there's a hot girl, those hot girls probably make like five hundred bucks a month off dudes, because like men are pigs. Right. They just randomly send them their money though. I find that yeah, so strange. I believe it. Bro, I mean, like, I've known girls personally. Like, this isn't just, like, an internet thing. I've known girls personally that have been offered, like, hundreds of dollars for feet pics. I'm not kidding. I, I have, too, actually. Feet yeah. pics are, like, a different breed. And I've also never understood, though. I mean, maybe I'll never never understand because I'm not a female. But, like, if an old man on the internet offered me 200 bucks for feet pics, I'm sending him every fucking angle of feet pic he wants, bro. It's my feet. Who gives a damn? Yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Yeah, I mean, two hundred bucks. Shit. Maybe I'm just a bag chaser. Actually, bro. you know what? I'm not gonna sell myself short, but I would do it for a PS5. Uh yeah, okay. Well, yeah, <laughs> PS5. That's even better. I would do it for two hundred bucks, still, bro. You do it for two hundred bucks, dude. Maybe I would do it I for like multiple. fifty bucks. I'm a bag chaser, bucks. bro. On God, anything for the bag. I'm also a negotiator. <laughs> that's true. So. If they offer fifty, be like, I'll do it for a hundred, and they probably would. If they're already willing to send money for feet pics, you gotta be like, you gotta, you gotta sell, like, you're not some, some two, two bit whore. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta sell yourself <laughs> high. Like, you know, this isn't, this isn't like the saloon at Armadillo and, and Red Dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta, you gotta up it up. I've never played Red Dead. I know what you're talking about, though. Oh, but okay. Uh, but yeah, no, nah, those chicks definitely make money. But in those dudes that do the $200 feet pics, they uh they also hello you there elijah okay are we back all right um no elijah's you're frozen right now if you can hear me All right, well, Elijah, I guess we'll try that again. <laughs> All right, well, show must go on, so I'll go back into my uh, low light. I'll, I'll just go ahead and get into my highlight low light. Hopefully, the Elijah's Wi-Fi able to adjust itself. But my highlight of the weekend is uh, I've been talking about F1, Formula One with the Drive to Survive series and all that jazz. But lately, a couple days ago, uh, my brother ended up buying us tickets to go to the USA Grand Prix which is going to be sick. I don't know how exactly a Grand Prix will work because I feel like, you know, we're just going to see the cars whiz by like once every 10 minutes. I don't really know. 
I'm I'm a very new and young F1 fan, but I'm very excited for it. It sounds sick. You get drunk. That's how it works. I was just about to say, I'm going to be in Austin. We got to grab a beer or something, too. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. When is it? It's uh, not. not, It's uh, October 24th. Mm -hmm. So it's in like three weeks. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll definitely have to. This weekend, I'm going to uh, I'm going to College Station for the A and M Alabama game. I'm super stoked for that, bro. Oh, that's sick! I went to the last one, actually. Really? How was it? Because didn't didn't A and M get blown out that one? Yeah, A and M got blown out, um, and they'll probably get blown out again this week. But it was cool. Uh, they they really bring it. Um, the Aggie faithful, like the game day environment. Have you ever been to a game at College Station? I have not. No. It's gonna, it's gonna shock you. It's That's why I want to go. Really, I just want to experience no, it, the atmosphere and everything. It's awesome. It's such a cult. But yeah, uh, exactly. I mean, there's gonna be like 108 thousand people in the stadium. It's gonna be sold out yeah. for Bama. If, are you gonna sit in the student section too? Oh yeah. With Colton. Yeah, yeah. You know Colton. Okay. Yeah, he's been on the podcast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, if there's any so, longtime listeners out there, you may know Colton Jake Bison. He's been on the podcast here and there. Um. So you're just going to be minding your own business and then all of a sudden people are just going to lock legs with you. And then just just you don't have to sing along but just just sway when they sway, okay? Okay, and fair. It's going to be weird cuz my I'm going to be a fake Aggie me. for the weekend. Yeah, just put on the polo and just roll with it. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. I'm just going to put on the maroon polo, throw a couple thumbs up, you know, like ah, gig them. But yeah. I, I'm really there to see Bryce Young in Alabama just pull out their massive, meaty, girthy cock and just dick them. Yeah. No, it was cool That's when what's I gonna went because I got to see Tua play. Oh, see, so yeah, saw, exactly. I also saw Justin Herbert, and I think about it that same year. I saw Tua. Probably, well, I mean, if you saw Tua, you saw Devontae Smith, too, and Jalen Waddell. Yeah, but that was before they blew up. I was mainly looking at Judy. Oh, that's even cooler almost, yeah. Yeah, Judy so. was a beast in college. Yeah. Actually, it's hard to say though. I think Devontae Smith probably takes the crown just because of his stat that line. That year he did. Yeah, like that that stat line was just absurd. All right, but anyway, enough about F1. My low light this weekend. Um, we talk about TCU from time to time on the podcast, but TCU, that is our uh where our hearts lie in the college football realm. It was rough weekend again. Lost to UT this weekend after Everybody expected us to pull off the upset just because we kind of always pull it out of our ass against UT, but not this time. We're two and two. Life is pain. Everybody was making fun of it. And also, I have two low lights. All right. It's it's been a it's been an interesting weekend, bro. TikTok, I'm getting bullied by 12-year-olds, bro. I posted so not only on the GTD account, I started posting on my personal TikTok account. And bro, let me read you some of these comments. So yeah, I want to hear these. I made a video basically on my take of the Mike Vrabel situation with the Titans and Jets, which we'll talk about that in a little bit because um, he went for the tie instead of going for the win. And I basically, like me and you texted about it on Sunday. Like, I yeah. agree. He 100% should have gone for the win. That's pussy shit. Yeah, some strong feelings about that. And so, all right, I made my take basically saying it. And here we got, let's see, a tie is better than a loss when it comes to playoff time. Shut the fuck up. And then 15 seconds with no timeouts, they're not going for it. Do you even know football? That's okay, fuck you. And then we got, that's terrible analysis. And then we have, 
This is the worst analysis I've ever seen. The odds of converting and scoring in 19 seconds are terrible. Please never post on TikTok again. I can't tell if you're joking or not, because if you're not, you're an idiot. Bro, fuck you guys, all right? You guys are wrong. What are y'all talking about? You want to go for the tie? Are you kidding me? These people are pussies. Dude, actually, let's go ahead and jump into that. We'll get the, we'll do the fantasy football after we talk about this. Let's talk about Vrabel first, all right, with the Titans-Jets situation. So yeah. well, let's lay it out. So they were down 27-24 in overtime, 19 seconds left. They had a fourth and 10, and they elected to go for a 50-plus yard field goal instead of going for the win against the fucking Jets. I'll let you take it away. I, I already said yeah. my two cents. So um, I'm dumb. I'm officially done with Mike Rabel. Not that I was ever like I was ever on the fence with him or ever had really strong opinions about him before. He also did have that one punt that when it was like fourth and two and they had Derrick Henry and they decided to punt it and it was like one of the most cowardly punts of all time in playoff history. <laughs> oh, I do remember that. Yeah, against yeah. Stevens and then, but uh, no, like he. That is the most pussy shit I've ever seen in my life. I remember being in seventh grade, and we tied my seventh grade fucking C-team game. And my coach chewed us out because ties are a waste of time. At the lowest oh, level dude, no, 100%. of football. At the lowest level of football, we are told, kids are taught, that ties are a waste of time and they well they shouldn't even be in the game they they literally should not even be in the game tying shouldn't be an option in my opinion like that goes beyond further of just Vrabel's decision making this weekend I don't think ties should be a thing like at all they need to change the overtime rules which that's been a thing for years but I think that's funny coming from you though because of the soccer (laughs) that's been my main complaint but uh but it's different bro it's different all right it's totally different sports yeah, that but, uh, the ties are kind of they feed into like the point system, you know, in soccer. So it's, but I I see what you're saying. Yes, it is somewhat ironic, but no, I think tying in football is stupid. It, it is stupid, but I also like with time. Um, I it it makes sense because like at at some point, like you kind of have to stop playing because I mean games get noticeably sloppy at that point, and like player safety kind of comes into question, and if it's not playoffs then it's kind of like i guess because like also too i love the memes of a tie like the Bengals. <laughs> that's probably why yeah. you know ties out because you're a Bengals fan well we had one last year but i mean it hasn't been all too terrible like okay. tie, like we, we haven't been like a historically tying team you know what i mean there there really hasn't been that many ties in recent history it's just so i don't know it's boring i think Overtime in the NFL as exciting. I think the coin toss is the most exciting part of NFL overtime because whoever wins the coin toss has like an 80% chance to win the game. I mean, I know they have to drive down the field, but still, I mean, the the odds are in their favor for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I, uh, I, I I thought that was just super cowardly that he would even do that. It was almost like you remember when Doug Peterson did that last year with the Eagles. Yeah, Doug Peterson. It was when the Bengals tied last year. Oh yeah, I do remember we did. Yeah, tie. I forgot when, who we when tied. He did that yeah, punt and and he went for the tie basically instead of going for the win. And it's just like that's when I knew that Doug Peterson was out. And this is like kind of the point where I'm like, you know what, Mike Rabel at this point in Tennessee. 
see, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. Not that I thought that he's going to in the first place, but that was just that was just the, shutting the door in the coffin, basically, for me and him, me ever believing in him. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get it that, you know, it affects, like, the playoff picture and whatnot if you have a loss versus a tie. But the fact that they still missed the damn field goal, they didn't even get the tie. Good, so good. Playoff picture, yeah, honestly, good. They deserve to lose for that. I think losing to the Jets in this situation, like, or honestly, I think intentionally tying the Jets is worse than losing to them. Like, you got to at least try and fail. Yeah, and I wonder how it would feel, like how the players feel going in the locker room being like, yeah, we just tried to tie the Jets and then lost. No, exactly. I mean, what what are the Titans now? Are they 2-2 two and two or 1-3? 2-2. and 2-2. Two and two. Two and two? Okay, so I mean, not the end of the world. I remember they were like a minus 300 money line favorite, and a lot of people were actually fading them and taking the Jets. And I swear to God, every time I bet on the Jets, I lose. It just it doesn't happen. Um, and every I want to all the time because they're like 10, 14-point underdogs sometimes. And, of course, there's six-point underdogs against the Titans, so I'm like, eh, that's, that's not a big enough spread. But then they fucking covered, and they won. Yeah, like Zach that. Wilson the kick-ass. Oh, yeah, the audio sounds better, too. Yeah, Zach Wilson, yeah, he did look a lot better in that one. So I, I'm still not buying in on Zach Wilson. I still think he's the worst rookie quarterback of the draft. Okay, I, I don't know why. And I said this on my solo pod today. But I, for some reason, I just believe in the guy. I think he's going to turn out and be a force. He's going to be what? Force. Dude, I don't know, bro. How, though? Like, how? He has I, no supporting I, cast. I love his mobility. I love his arm strength. Um, just you just some of those plays that he can make. Like that 50-yard bomb to Corey Davis, you know that was sexy. Yeah. I mean, that, hey, that helped our fantasy team a shit ton. Damn right. So... I, I don't know. I just love his big playability. Hopefully, he can figure out how to do the boring stuff, like they said, which is actually like the biggest knock on him. Because I listened to some other podcasts of some analysts talking about him and his play so far, and said he just wants to extend plays to make like the home run hit, which he doesn't need to do. So, I don't know. I just, I just, I, I feel like he's gonna figure it out for some reason. I don't know why. I just do. I mean, I, I guess. We can give him more time, but for now, I'm st- I'm just not on the hype train. I think maybe if he had gotten drafted into a, a different organization, a different system, maybe. But even whenever he got drafted, I was pretty surprised that he was taken number two overall, even with you know his kick-ass pro days, kick-ass combine, everything like that. I mean, he looked yeah. great, but I just I don't know. I don't know what it is. No, I mean I could I could very easily get burned on this take, but I'm 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 stick into the the zach wilson bandwagon i'm gonna be on it for at least this year next year interesting we'll see how that pans out i just it's hard for me to trust anything that the jets do that's true that's true like at all no but another meme worthy situation other than the uh the mike vrabel going for a pussy tie this one's probably the most famous we have to talk about it and i have been looking forward to talking to you about this since it happened over the weekend but Urban Meyer. I don't even need to say anything else. If you're listening to this, you probably already know. Urban fucking Meyer is a legend. Um, Some more, I don't know, what do you want to call it? Shenanigans have come out with Urban Meyer again. Uh, This time, he was at a bar 
Um, it was ironically called Urban Meyer's uh, Pint House. So it was literally a yeah, bar his, named after him. It's his restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And he was there. This is his rendition of the story. He says that some college kids wanted to take pictures with him. And then he went over to do it. But then they were trying to convince him to join on the dance floor and stuff. And he was like, I should have just not put myself in the situation. That's on me. But he didn't leave. Uh, he went to the dance floor and ended up getting fucking grinded on by some blonde 20-something-year-old while an image of his wife is on the wall staring down at them. It's fucking yeah. golden. So I think the most hilarious part about this story is how publicly acknowledged it is. Because oh, yeah. in years in years past, this would have just stayed on Barstool, right? Or yeah, this, this type of thing. Whatever. Yeah. But since they publicly acknowledged it, since Urban Meyer apologized, since Shad Khan reprimanded him publicly for this, they have made it so much more worse. Ever since they publicly acknowledged it, ESPN's been talking about it. You know, everybody knows about it now. It's all up in the air. And you like this just blows me away that it's this public and it's like it's been dominating the news cycle for the past for yesterday and today i feel like it's almost impossible to stop it from being this public though you know with like social media and everything like people are going to be talking about it regardless but yeah yeah it is interesting though that he did he did like a public apology and everything well like shit i feel like shit like this happens every now and then but you'll just see it stay on like the social media pages yeah, that's like the, true. You'll you'll Instead see it, it'll it stay on dead. Yeah, it'll stay on like dead spin and barstool and like sites like ours. You know what I mean? But it won't make its way to national news, ESPN, ABC, Fox Sports type shit. You know what I mean? Like they were talking yeah. about it on first take. And when is yeah, situation like it's this kind of weird. First take. It's weird because like, what are they supposed to say about it? You know what I mean? Like with like you said, those those brands like barstool, dead spin, and us. Um, we can say whatever the fuck we want to say about it, but ESPN and Fox and all them, they have limitations. They have ethics to follow and all that jazz. So yeah, and I, yeah. Like, I don't, what do you even say about it? I honestly don't know how I feel about that too. Like, I don't know if that's a good thing that it's become this public because, like, yeah, it's something that should be talked about, but I don't think it should be talked about by those outlets per se because, like. Now it's just it's it's dominating the national news. Now they'll probably reference it in the next Jaguars broadcast, which like doesn't need to happen. And you know who honestly I feel bad for is hmm. the chick that bootied down on him. See, okay, part of me wonders though. Part of me wonders was if it, that was like part of her plan. I don't know. To get to get clout. No, I think she wanted to sleep with him for sure. Oh yeah, that's what I'm not like for clout, because I mean Somebody recorded her. Somebody else posted the video. Like, it wasn't her. But did you also see, like, that selfie of him and the girl where the caption was, like, who is this guy? He keeps flirting with me. Yeah, but that might have been just, like, the girl making I think that was fake. I think that was fake. Like, the caption was was probably Yeah, well, it was probably just a funny caption. Yeah, yeah, to just relate to the story. Everyone knows who Urban Meyer is in Columbus. Well, no, but it was like the same outfit and everything he was wearing at the yeah. same place. So yeah. it was probably the picture they took together and then somebody like added the caption. But yeah. I don't know, dude. It's fucking hilarious. Nah, it's crazy. And then the, it's getting, it's keep on getting worse and worse by how public it's beginning and how much they're talking about it with the team. Apparently, like 
there's been a lot of closed meetings and it's been all about that. And like the owner of the Jags is like disgusted right now. <laughs> He's fucking pissed. Dude, uh, you know what this means though? This whole situation, Urban Meyer is going to be the next coach of USC. That's what that means. See, dude, I, I feel like people are memeing that USC shit into existence. Dude, it, it, whenever we first talked about it a few weeks ago, I was actually joking and memeing around, yeah, like saying that there's a chance he goes. But as time goes on, bro, it seems more and more likely. And the fact that USC hasn't made any, like, any sort of decision, any sort of progress towards hiring a, a full-term head coach, I don't know, bro. Well, it seems is fishy. October for USC, so it's a little – they fired their coach way too early. They but, did, yeah. But, I mean, uh, still, even with an interim. That is oh. that is the narrative right now that Urban's Urban's trying to uh, – Weasel his, his way, way out. Weasel his way out. But I still don't think so. I still think he wants to, you know, try it out in the NFL. But, man, this has gotten bad. Yeah. Have you seen the reports about the locker rooms? Yeah, with uh, how he's, like, completely lost the locker room, it seems like. Yeah, I think the the worst part though is that so he publicly he canceled the team meeting on Monday, and a player said that he was too scared to do the team meeting, and then today he apologized to the team for being a distraction, and as soon as he walked out of the room, the whole team laughed at him, burst out into laughter. Apparently, bro. I mean, if I'm in the NFL and my head coach is getting grinded on at the club. I would probably find that fucking hilarious. I, it's funny. I mean, like, and that's the weirdest part about it, too. Like, the, the part that is bad about this for Urban is that, you know, he's, like, un- the unfaithfulness towards his wife type shit, yeah. which shouldn't be public, honestly, if you ask me. Um, yeah, that that's another aspect of it, too, is, like, I mean, I, I am glad that, like, none of the personal shit with – because I'm sure Urban's getting not only chewed out by the Jags owner and whatnot, but I guarantee you – Shelly Meyer is at home chewing his ass out. He's probably sleeping on the couch for the next couple oh, days. She's not fucking happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And then like, but like the players do this shit all the time. Like they're just in clubs where the lightning is a lot dimmer. Yeah. It's also, I kind of, I don't know if it's weird per se. Cause I almost would expect like college girls to do this where they like, like for clout, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. Where they like, I'm sorry. I'm kind of surprised. We don't see more videos of like, college athletes like oh my god we caught spencer rattler in the club getting twerked on like you know what i mean nobody cares because that like but the difference is that urban meyer's a 60 year old man (laughs) and spencer rattler's in college and every girl in college wants to fuck the quarterback so well but you see what i mean well yeah so they all want to fuck the quarterback so i'm like surprised that there's never been but i mean at the same time you're right though nobody's gonna care if that video is online so I think they have done a good job of keeping the uh, the personal aspects private, like between him and his wife and everything. Like I haven't heard anything about what's gone on there, which you know I'm sure shit's going down in yeah. the Meyer family. Yeah, I and, and too, like I hope to God that that girl's uh, information stays private because she is Dude, she's yeah. literally made national headlines. If her name gets out, that's going to be so bad for her. That's true. Bro. Gonna, Jags fans are going to be ruthless. Well, not even Jags fans, like Ohio State fans, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, cause college football. I mean, we all know college football fans are crazy. NFL yeah. fans are crazy. Like, she's gonna get harassed, probably death threats, if like, cause people fucking suck. 
I wonder you know? if she had anything to do with posting the video, though. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if she even knew the guy that I took the know. video. I don't even know. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't think anybody knows, but I feel like that would kind of change it, too. If they, like, planted it? Yeah, if they, like, like purposely posted it. Nah, I don't think so. I think she was just trying to get in Urban Meyer's pants, to be honest. <laughs> that, like, I At first in the video, he was, like, covering his waist with his hands. But then he eventually, like, moved them onto her hips and stuff. And was like... <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, they're scrubbing it. They're scrubbing it from the internet right now. I tried looking for it earlier today just to, like, refresh my memory of what it was. Because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And the only video I could find was a news clip. And in the news clip, they blurred out his waist and her butt. <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's literally just khakis and jeans. Like, what? <laughs> I thought it was so funny. I was like, okay. That's ridiculous. No, but this is honestly just one of the, I don't know, one of the funniest things to come out about an NFL head coach in a long, long time, or at least that I can remember. Yeah, this is probably one of the, like, wackiest NFL storylines, like tabloid shit, um, in a while. I haven't seen a situation dominate the NFL subreddit since – AB forces his way out of Oakland. Oh yeah, that was that was a time to be alive, bro. Because like literally, bro. Like, like I'm gonna check. Like, I'll show you the the NFL sub right now. It was literally all the tweets are about Urban Meyer. So I'm opening it up right now. One, two. The first three top three posts are about Urban. Um, five, six. Um. So seven, no, seven out of the first 10, top 10 posts right now on the Reddit page are about Urban and the situation. Are they just memes about the situation? No, nah, they're all just different tweets. So basically what the NFL is, it's just, if a subreddit is mostly just tweets, information that are posted on there. And the reason why I like the NFL subreddit better is because the discussion under the tweet is a lot better on Reddit than it is Twitter. Because we, as we all know, Twitter people are uh um they they like the clown you know what I mean? <laughs> they, yeah so no nah, i have heard that too like i oh i know we've even experienced it too like posting for uh segments and like hot takes and stuff for the podcast reddit people just respond without question whereas we yeah. have 2000 twitter followers but we can't barely get you know five comments <laughs> no on that. <laughs> yeah exactly it's just, I guess yeah, it's just this, a different mediums. It is. Uh, but yeah, no, this is wacky. And um, I think, you think he's going to get fired? No, I don't think so. I think that would make it even worse. I think that that would make the Jaguars look like panic mode. I don't know. Their organization is already in shambles, and that just would put them in one step further in the wrong direction. I wonder what Trevor Lawrence thinks about all this. Yeah, I do too. I haven't seen any quotes from him. Like I've seen, you know, like you said, the players were laughing at the meeting. I've seen people say that he lost the locker room, but I haven't seen any quotes from Trevor Lawrence. I am curious about that. Trevor Lawrence is a man of faith. Oh, I mean, one could assume from his social media. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see how he feels about this um, sinful behavior from Urban Meyer. I mean, it's not like a sex tape of Urban's leaked, you know. It's just <laughs> at least he was just at a bar with a girl standing in front of him. Like, it could yeah, be I mean, worse. He was shit faced. 
he definitely put himself in a situation to be embarrassed. Yeah, no, you're right. And it, it seemed like he was embarrassed, like in the in the press conference and everything, when he was apologizing, he was like, like I put myself there, like that's my fault. I should have removed myself from the situation. Yeah. I mean, because it, it is like it's embarrassing. Yeah, really, like that video is pretty like he was so hammered because you could just see it on his face. Like he he honestly like he was browned out at that point. Like he was about <laughs> he was about a tequila shot and a half away from blacking out. Dude, I wonder if he like woke up and saw that video on the Internet and was just like, oh, motherfucker, dude. Like he woke up, he wanted an Advil and then his phone was just blowing up. And like, have you seen Barstool? <laughs> I mean, like, have you seen? It's like, no. Like why? Why do I need to check bars? Like uh, no, honestly, he probably woke up to phone calls from his wife, just like what the fuck, Urban? Who knows? Who knows? That'd be but, so yeah. weird, calling him Urban, like not Urban Meyer. I don't know. That just seems weird to me. Yeah, he's got one of those names where it's just it's first and last name only. Yeah, like Tiger Woods. You can't just call him. I guess Tiger and eh, Tiger's kind of iconic, but yeah. But okay, so um, we're well into football season now. And um, we're starting this new segment called How Are We Feeling? And we basically right now is we're just going to list off some things that happened. And we're just going to tell you how we feel about it. Uh, I think hopefully moving forward, this is something that we could do just to kind of uh, cover most of the stuff that's going around in the football world and tell you our opinion and how we're feeling about it. So um, start off. Yeah, we got both college football and NFL. Cowboys just cut Jalen Smith. Let's go. Wait, actually? No way. You're fucking with me, bro. I don't know. I didn't get a notification, but I'm also not on Cowboys social media. Oh, wait. We, oh, yeah. Is that? Oh, what? you see a comment? Did they cut him? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's kind of surprising, even though, like, That's most of the. Very surprising. Yeah, in-season surprise. Wow. Why the fuck? Okay, well... Um, Shefty bomb, mid-podcast. Okay. Let's, uh... I guess I guess we'll start it with that. Yeah, I guess um, start it with that. Well, I'll take... I, you can take that one, because I don't know it as so, much in you know, the situation. I know I, fans have been pretty mad at him, and he's had a few questionable plays here and there, so... I mean, he was bad last year. I really don't know how well or bad he's been this year um i just know that micah parsons has been lighting it up i thought that honestly we were going to stick with um parsons and smith because we declined lve's option and um excuse me and lve gets hurt a lot and so we already had that big contract with smith so this is this is definitely surprising do you like all around? Do you like it? No, because it just means dead cap. I don't understand why we'd release him midseason. Yeah, that does seem kind of interesting to me. Like, why not just not play him? You know, what? Like, what does it hurt to bench him? Maybe he was I mean, in the lo- maybe he's a locker room cancer. I don't know. That could be true. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not an NFL executive. That all the semantics of that is kind of complicated with cap space and everything. But yeah, wow, that's a bomb. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's, let's go ahead and start with NFL then um, instead of NCAA now that we're on that topic. So first things first, Steve Belichick's facial expressions in their game, Sunday night football game. How are we feeling about that? I'm feeling like that shit was hilarious. 
Dude, yeah, I wonder what Bill thought about it after the game, just seeing his... So if you guys are unfamiliar, there's a couple of videos of uh, Bill Belichick's son on the sideline, bending over, yeah, like Elijah with his tongue, just... No idea what was going on there. Maybe it's some sort of, I don't know, nervous tick or, like, body habit, but regardless, it looked hilarious whenever they had him, like, just a solo shot of him licking the air all the time. Bro, you reminded me a lot of uh, Ben Stiller's character from Dodgeball. Oh, Goodman. White Goodman? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Just the facial hair. I mean, he's pretty cool. He's got the mullet. He, you know, he's probably really good. Dude, uh, I had honestly forgotten about him a little bit until this video went viral. Yeah, I did too. I, like, I forgot too. he was even a thing. Um, I bet you he has a pretty happy wife. I can tell you that. Um <laughs> Nah, that, that shit was hilarious. Yeah. Next up, this one is actually more uh, substantial. The Giants won a football game. How are we feeling about that? How are you feeling about that? It's a more important question. Dude, I feel ecstatic. Um, I, I do have that five-unit future bet on the Giants to win the NFC East. Right now, the odds are very, very, very much against my favor. Yeah. Uh, but that one win... Goes a long way, so you never know what can happen. And also, it made me feel really good because I bet Giants plus seven because I knew that was a trap by Vegas. Like, no way the Saints should have been favored by seven. Mm-hmm. So that one felt good to get the dub there. But no, nah, I don't know. I feel a little shaky too because I, I traded away Saquon Barkley in one of my leagues, and you did not, dude. I did, but I, I got told De- you not to do it, bro. I got DeAndre Swift and Calvin Ridley though, so I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna be all right. But yeah, I kind of do. I am a, a little bit worried that it may, it, I may end up losing that trade. So I think you definitely are going to end up losing that trade. I don't know. I've gotten conflicting opinions. Some people say like definitely that was the right move. Some people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So I don't know. I really like Ridley. He's been so consistent. He hasn't done anything crazy yet, which I feel like he's bound to. So I don't know. But. In terms of the Giants, their offense looked better. Kadarius Toney finally got involved with uh, Slayton and Shepard out. I thought they looked way better in their first three games. And what's really crazy is they're two plays away from being three and one instead of one and three. Right, the kick against the football team, and then what would be the other one? They had against the Falcons, they had like a fourth and goal where they got a penalty on it. Oh, that's right. Yet they stopped. So, like, yeah. Literally two plays away from being a three and one football team. That's, I don't think a lot of people are talking about that. Hmm. Well, it doesn't matter because the Cowboys are definitely going to win the East. So I'm, I, yeah, you're probably right. It's just annoying. We're fucking good, dude. Yeah, all right. Pretty <laughs> right. good. All I'm saying, bro, is if the Cowboys are good, so are the Bengals. All right. I mean, schedule, but three, what, and, what do you three mean? and one. Well, the Bengals have had a lot easier beat a lot. I mean, y'all beat the Steelers, which was nice. So that's convincing. They kind of suck this year. They kind of suck this year, but they're still the Steelers. Like they beat the Bills. So yeah, like, maybe yeah, maybe fair. they're just not as bad as everyone thinks they are. But y'all other wins are against the you know, lost against the Bears. We beat the Vikings. Beat the Vikings. Beat the Jags and beat the Steelers. So you're right. I mean, not the biggest strength. We play the Packers this weekend, so. That'll be really telling if we're decent. For some Uh, reason, bro, the Packers are only three and a half point favorites. I might have to bet against the Bengals. 
yeah, that's tempting. That Gotta bet with tempting. your brain, not your heart. That's true. Nah. Um, but so another one now is uh the Cardinals beat the Rams comfortably. How do you feel about that? I I'm gonna respond with a question mark. I don't know how to feel about it because <laughs> we we just talked about the Rams being like legitimate Super Bowl contenders, right. and then the Cardinals come along and they didn't just beat them. They literally were in control of the game the entire time. They looked yeah. really good doing it. So I really don't know what to think of this. I don't know if this means that the Cardinals are a legitimate contender long-term to make a playoff run, or does it just mean that the Rams are vulnerable? I feel like this was a trap game in a sense for the the Rams because one, I mean, it's a divisional game. Sometimes things just happen in divisional games. Um, another is that they just beat the shit out of the Bucks. It was a highly emotional win. Coming off that, they didn't have their head in the right place. I think, it, honestly, in in the long-term schemes of things, I think it's going to be good for the Rams. Because but they lost? I mean, yeah, they kind of, I guess, needed something to humble them. Wake them back up. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I I feel like... Uh, I'm not I'm not worried about the Rams. And with the Cardinals too, this whole best team in the league talk needs to needs to simmer down. Because for one, like yeah, they're 4-0, but they're kind of a fraud 4-0 team because they probably they definitely should have lost to the Vikings. Um that missed a shit. Yeah, they, field goal they definitely should have lost that game. Indoors. So And um, they almost lost to the Jaguars. Like, let's not that was kind of a close game too. Yeah. So I mean they're good. They're pro- they're they're a top five team in the NFC. I'm gonna agree with you on that. But this whole uh, best team in the NFL talk that's been going around, like, nah, sorry. Now, nah, yeah, I, I agree that's too far. But also along those lines, how do you feel about uh, Kyler Murray having the best odds to win the MVP right now? I'd say right now, yeah, he's the MVP front runner. He probably needs to tone it down in the interceptions a little bit. But uh, other than that, man, I mean, you you see his highlights. He's putting guys on skates out there. I mean, yeah, he's crazy. He can extend plays like no other. He's putting up ungodly numbers. You see him there on our fantasy team. You should probably throw a little bit more to D Hop. Oh yeah, uh, come on, bro. My come humble on. opinion. If he last really couple wants weeks, bro, he needs to stop giving the ball to AJ Goddamn Green. Dude. Yeah, what the fuck is that? <laughs> why, why is AJ Green like a top twenty fantasy receiver all of a sudden? I don't oh. like it. I hate it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, man, I, I feel like it makes sense right now. If you had to give top five for MVP, who would it be? Kyler, Matthew Stafford, mm-hmm. Tom Brady, um, maybe Derrick Henry, and then five, that's tough. Um, probably, maybe, arguably Dak. Yeah, if I had to go with five, I would go Kyler one, um, Pat two, and then Matt Stafford, Dak, and then um, probably Josh Allen five at this point. You don't have Tom. I think Tom Brady's a top five right now. He's he's been playing really well. That I mean that game against the Patriots wasn't huge offensively, but still played well. We'll see. I mean, we're only four games in, so this that yeah, it's impossible to predict. Change. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, next up on the list is Cordero Patterson is a fantasy football god. How are we feeling about it? I'm feeling pretty awesome about it. I think he might be a might be one of those fantasy pickups, kind of like Justin Jefferson and uh, 
James Robinson last year, you know, just uh, free agent pickups that just end up winning you your league somehow. You know, one yeah, of those league. stupid, yeah. one of those stupid stats of like percentage of teams that had Cordero Patterson that made the playoffs and then ultimately won the championship. Have you have you ever looked at those? No, I have. That sounds really interesting, though. I do. I would be interested to see all those. So, like last year, a bunch was like Travis Kelsey, and then a big one was James Robinson. Like it's whoever always, picked him up. Yeah, it's never like the guy who had the first overall pick. It's usually somebody who picked the right player in the right position or had the best uh, free agency pickup. Like Alvin Kamara's rookie year, it was him. Yeah, it would do yeah. like with the free agency. I mean, I know this is kind of league specific, but I hate whenever waiver wires are like the rolling waiver wires where you have an order and you kind of get fucked over on your opportunity to pick up a player. I like the free agent auction bidding, like where you get like a budget. Every player has like $200. Nobody knows how much everybody's bidding on the players. But then on Wednesday come waiver wire time, if you have the highest bid, you get the player. Yeah. So I, I think it's fair for I don't know. I've gotten screwed out. But – we did not get screwed out of Cordell Patterson in our fantasy league. No, we picked he him is up after our, waivers. Yes, yeah. He is our RB2 um, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And well, and Josh Josh Jacobs looked pretty decent, too. I mean, yeah, he actually passes. did get – yeah, he got a, de- a decent amount of carries, too. So that's going to be interesting. I feel like maybe we should package Jacobs and Patterson for an elite RB2. Dude, I see. I was thinking about trading. I almost texted you about trading Patterson just to sell his value so high right now. I honestly, I'm I'm kind of down. I would be down to at least like offer some people. Look, yeah, to look. I don't know. I would feel he... so much better of starting like a consistent running back at RB two rather than you know this freak of nature, Coriel Patterson that is literally surviving off like fifty yard receiving plays each game so far. Yeah, hope, well, I don't know, because he's been such an integral part of the Falcons' offense so far. Yeah, I mean, he has, yeah. I mean, he's been splitting carries a lot with Mike Davis and been a receiver. So, like, I don't know, I kind of want to roll with it. Because, I mean, like, because don't he's not even just touchdown dependent, because if you take away the touchdowns the past two weeks, he's scored, like, 16 and 18 points. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I don't know, man, that's pretty good. We could maybe package Josh Jacobs with somebody. I'd be down for that. Yeah, we could maybe work something out there. Yeah, because I feel like we're like one piece away from just mm, dominating. Like, yeah, I'd be down. Yeah, that win probably, though over the weekend, that win was huge. That win was huge. Like our, going two and two instead of outlook, one and three. Yeah, we should be three and one, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> <sighs> fucking defenses, bro. God oh my it. god, dude, I'm about to take away defenses from every league that I'm a part of. <laughs> Put two kickers instead. Fuck it. No, take away the kicker too. Just add two extra flex slots. That would make it a lot more interesting. Maybe even do take away the defensive kicker and do one super flex where it could be a quarterback. I I've seen more super flex leagues this year, and they seem like a lot of fun. I don't know, but it, it would make drafting like way different. Way different. Quarterbacks yeah. have a lot more value. Yeah, quarterbacks would probably be like all of round one. You've got to yeah. get a good quarterback. Yep. Yeah, that'd be good. Anyway, moving on, we'll, we'll stay with the how do you feel segment. Um, this one's more so of a hot take I have, um, but the Lions are the best 0-4 NFL team in the history of the NFL. How do I feel about that? 
Yeah, well, I'd have to see. That? I'd have to see some numbers of different zero and four teams. But man, did they? Play That's true. Well. Honestly, I'm making this uh, claim on no basis of fact whatsoever. Hey, they passed the eye test. They passed the eye test. Yeah, honestly, like they do not seem like an zero and four team right now. They just don't. Play, they just play their heart out. Yeah, especially in the second half. If they were just, a, if they could play the second half all the time, they might be like two and two right now. I don't know. They played the first half better than the second half against Green Bay. That is true. Screwed me out of my bet, but yeah, like against the Bears, they just looked, they looked really bad in the first half. I will say, I kind of, we both picked Detroit money line. I yeah. kind of thought they would surprise people and Nagy would be getting the fuck out of there, but guess not. Nagy Nagy knew the right time to shine. Yeah. He's a little weasel, dude. He knows how to he knows exactly when it's the point where he's about to just go away forever. And he goes, Ha, just kidding. We could be I'm gonna show you this, so maybe you'll let me keep my job. <laughs> hopefully he'll be out of there because I don't like watching him play. I don't like watching an NFL team coached by somebody that incompetent. I don't think anybody does. I think every Bears fan ever wants Nagy gone right now, too. Yeah, they do. (laughs) All right, this one's more suited to me, but the Cincinnati Bengals are currently sitting atop the AFC North. Okay, that's I looked it up, too, but there's three teams that are 3-1 and in the AFC North. We're the only one with a divisional win. Oh, is that why? Yeah, we we have the tiebreaker right now, so we're in first. Okay. Yeah! Yeah! Sure. I'm feeling well, great. I, I, I'll go and answer. I'm feeling great. I thought the Bengals would be one and three at this point in the season. Here they are, three and one. They're surprising everybody. This weekend is going to be pivotal, though. If they can actually compete with the Packers, I will buy in and I will believe in this team this year. But until then, I am still kind of cautious, and part of me wants them to just lose every game and get a good draft pick. Yeah, I mean, Jamar Chase has turned out pretty well for y'all. Um there was mo- even though there was a moment in time where we thought he forgot how to catch a football and then he pulled a big prank. He pulled a funny. He pulled a funny. He said, ha ha, jokes on you. I'm the best receiver in this class. Yeah, I think that's fair to say at this point. Easily. Yeah, easily. I think so. Easily. Which is nice to see. You know, it's nice to see the actual first receiver drafted pan out to be the best receiver. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, no, nah, I mean, well, I, I would love to see the Bengals compete against the Packers, but um, I don't know if it's going to happen. I don't think so. Maybe against somebody that isn't as good as the Packers, what would be y'all's next prove-it game? Because this is kind of just like, all right, that's not really fair. Let's um, see. So we got the Packers next week, and then, oh, we got the Lions after that, baby. Bro, okay, okay hear me out. Hear me out. We got the Packers, then the Lions, then the Ravens and Jets. We're – Going to lose to the Packers. So we're going to be six and one. Fuck you. Six and two, I mean. We're going to be six and two. We're going to beat the Lions. We're okay. going to beat the Ravens. We're going to beat the Jets. We're going to be six and two. Okay. It's going to be I crazy. Mean, the Ravens is where I would say would be your real prove it game. That's true, actually. Kinda, yeah. The Packers are kind of like, mm. but y'all could maybe beat the Ravens. We, I think we have a shot. It's just on the road. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's going to be tough. That's going to be tough. I am also sick of it just looking at our schedule this year. Every single game is noon other than two. Every single game is a 12 p.m. kickoff other than two 305s. That's bullshit, bro. I can't relate. I'm a Cowboys fan. 
You guys get every primetime game you want. We get like 60 a year, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Bro, nobody's going to see Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase shine, dude. The people need to see it. I got red zone. Okay, well, yeah. but <laughs> You know what I mean. All right. Last one in the NFL is the media has a new love affair with Justin Herbert. I couldn't agree more. How are you feeling about this? Holy shit. Are they sucking his dick, dude? Dude, he's became like the Fernando Tatis of NFL TikTok. He has, yeah, he really has. But the thing is, too, I can't, I can't argue with him. I think he's, I think he's pretty much as good as they're saying he is. I think he's perfect for the media, though, too, because he's he's very relatable shy. in the yeah he's very relatable in the sense that he's a shy guy. He kind of just likes to have fun. Um, he's serious, but also just you know he plays that youngster role. That rookie, not a rookie anymore, but like, you know, the new guy guy, kind of. Yeah. And he plays it very well. Like, I am always entertained seeing, you know, memes of Joe or not Joe, but Justin Herbert and like the Chargers TikTok. They do a really good job. So here's my theory on why they've been so, because one, he's been really good. Yeah. And two, like, he's just gotten even better in year two. And the Chargers are going to be really good this year. But think about it. Where do the Chargers play now? SoFi, yeah, SoFi, brand new stadium. The Raiders outnumber Chargers fans seventy-five to twenty-five. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. I, I knew, I knew the, I expected the Raiders to show out, but I didn't know it was like that bad. Yeah, it was bad. Um, and this is their third, fourth year in LA. Something like that. Yeah, one of the I'm two. St- I'm still not convinced that most people even know that they have the Chargers in LA. <laughs> The San Diego fans are still showing up to their old yeah. stadium. Yeah, like LA, LA people don't even know. So ESPN and all the media, the big media, is harping on Justin Justin Herbert like this because they want to have football fans, NFL fans in LA. Yeah, it's dude. LA is just literally not a football town. Like it's not a football city. No matter how hard they try, just because it's a money market, it's never going to be a football market. I mean, USC dominates pretty hard. In USC, LA, I think college football is different, though. Like college football it, is different because it's a lot of a lot. Like, and USC also has a massive alumni network. They're very, very big. They have a lot of history too. So, I, I think it's just a different beast. But yeah, you're right. Chargers fans are pretty pitiful. Yeah, which sucks because like I really like that franchise, so I feel bad for them. But uh, man, yeah, I, I think that has left. a lot to do with it. Is because just. The West Coast, like, they don't really have that guy. And, like, Matt Stafford's cool and all, but he's not young, so they can't really get to buy into him. Like, he came from Detroit, so, like, who cares? But if they can sell, like, the the idea of we have this hotshot quarterback who's going to be a Hall of Fame and we get to watch him for his whole career. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a moneymaker. You know what I mean? Yeah, that no, for sure. Yeah. I was going to say, though, I thought it was – at first, I was going to disagree and be like, well, Matthew Stafford probably wins the battle out of the two. But in terms of media and in terms of, yeah, you're, you're right. Yeah, like Justin Herbert. Yeah. And he's America's too, like, darling. I mean, because like, but man, they are getting a little ridiculous. Are they not? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's, like I said, with Fernando Tatis, if you go through like MLB, their social media, half their posts are Fernando Tatis highlights. Tatis. Yeah, it's yeah. insane. Now it's Shohei a lot because Tatis... The Padres have been sucking. Tatis was injured for a while, but yeah. 
Um, and then to, I mean, cause like, did you watch Monday Night Football last night where they had the rain delay? Yeah. So during that time, bro, all they were talking about was Justin Herbert and how great he was. And they pretty much started carving his bust out for Canton. I heard another guy say that on a different show. And I was like, yeah, they were. They were pretty much getting him ready to ship him out to the Hall of Fame. Dude, it's just, it really blows. Like, it doesn't irk me because I like Justin Herbert. But it kind of irks me with the amount of attention Justin Herbert and the amount of respect Justin Herbert's getting. Whereas nobody talks about Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, I get it. He had the injury. He had question marks. But dude's playing phenomenally so far. Yeah. Like, other than those three interceptions against the Bears, he's been perfect. Like, no, no, nothing bad from him. Look at the markets. Uh, yeah. If, you're, if, you, if you ran ESPN, are we going to go with the hot shot in Cincinnati <laughs> or the hot shot in LA? Yeah, you're right. You're right. But you could, you know, with the narrative, he's the Ohio boy. You, I mean, look at ESPN with LeBron, though, the kid from Akron. They juice that as much as they can. So they can juice the narrative of Joe Burrow growing up in Ohio and now playing for his his hometown team, per se, even though he wasn't from Cincinnati exactly. Look. But no, you're right. You're right about the, the markets. It does yeah. make more sense. Joe Burrow's good and all, but I wouldn't compare him to LeBron. I'm okay. That's I wasn't trying to compare him, but <laughs> but okay. What's going down the NCAA? How are you feeling about that? All right, first one we got is Arkansas after earning a top 10 ranking and beating AM puts up a whopping donut zero points against Georgia in a top 10 matchup. I feel like that was the biggest rat line I've ever seen in my entire life. Bro, I took Arkansas pretty heavy. <laughs> I I mean, I didn't take him heavy. I put a unit on it, but like... I had two units on a teaser. Boy, was I humbled. Yeah, that, that made me feel, I don't know. It made stupid. me feel stupid. Yeah, stupid is the best word, I guess. Yeah, it, I just didn't feel good. I, I like, mean, oh, I, I knew Arkansas. I had question marks about him. So to answer the segment question, how do I feel? I feel corrected um because yes. like yes. literally because at first i was like no i don't know about arkansas i don't think they're really legit but then they beat AM, and i'm like okay maybe they are legit they looked way better you know obviously the ap rankings are putting them in the top 10 they must see something so maybe and then it just absolutely shat on it and also made me feel stupid for ever doubting georgia whatsoever they look amazing yeah yeah that was a. Uh... Like halfway through that game, I was like, oh, that was a rat line, wasn't it? Yeah, that was brutal, 18, bro. 18 points wasn't enough. And I that thought, was brutal. You know, I Dude, they, they beat they beat Arkansas more than they beat South Carolina by. And South Carolina is like dog shit. Yeah. It was kind of fluky, okay. but all right. Next up, this one's probably my favorite. Um, Notre Dame paid Cincinnati $1.2 million to come to town and beat them. Yeah, I mean, I know how you're feeling about that. You're feeling pretty great. You hate oh, Notre Dame. I'm feeling really great. It, it made everything I said last week that much sweeter because it all came to fruition. They looked like frauds. They couldn't move the ball against Cincinnati, which even though Cincinnati is above and beyond any other group of five program, that's still a group of five team. And they struggled to get first downs. They really kicked it into high gear in the first in like the fourth quarter. But yeah, I love I I just love seeing it. So my question is to you, though. Does an undefeated Cincinnati team get into the CFP? 
That is a fantastic question. I'm glad you brought it up. 100% without a doubt, yes. If the college yes, football right. playoff committee leaves Cincinnati out this year with a 12-0 record, I will be – I don't even know what I'm going to do. I'll be furious, especially because the ACC now, they don't have a team without two losses. Their best teams both have two losses. And you look at the Pac-12, Oregon just lost to Stanford. Chances are they're probably going to beat each other up until they have two losses only. Right. And then, are yeah, are you going to value a two-loss Power 5 team over an undefeated Cincy? Like – that's going to be the real question. Or, that's, I mean, too, that's crazy to me. You know what's the craziest part, too, is if BYU goes undefeated, too, it might hurt Cincy. Oh, it will. Might, 100%. It, it might be a little Baylor TCU situation where they just cancel each other out. And I think you're thing, exactly right. Is Does a one-loss Oregon team or one-loss Pac-12 champion get over um, Cincinnati or BYU? Because I think BYU has, has some legit CFP aspirations this year um, yeah with- i mean if you look at both of their schedules um i know for cincinnati their hardest teams they play left is ucf who just lost to uh navy who navy's really yeah. bad this year so yeah. ucf looks rough and they also play smu who's pretty decent but they're both home games for cincinnati and they should be able to handle them yeah so it's really interesting and then like Ohio State's not dead yet. Big Ten has a lot of teams. I could see them going, I mean, double Big Ten. or I mean, we're definitely looking at double SEC right now. It, it probably will be double SEC. It's probably yeah. going to be double SEC. And then we're going to have, I mean, is the Big 12 going to get in this year? Um, Dude, I, don't, I really don't know. I think we're at the point, like, with the double SEC thing, where it looks like Georgia and Alabama are both going to go undefeated. Right. And they're going to play each other in the SEC championship game. So it's not going to matter. Exactly. I was about to say, I think they're literally just going to knock Georgia down from the two seed to the four seed after they lose or something. Right. Right. Yeah. That's going to be, that's going to be a tough one. Um, and then like in the big 12, you got OU and you got. I mean, Oklahoma I, state's five and O right now too. Oklahoma state's five and O. So, I mean, that would be interesting, but I mean, they might go double SEC, double Big Ten because Ohio State's not dead yet. They're, yeah, you're right. Ohio State's never out that's, of it fully that's what until I've, they lose that's, two. That's what I've learned from from this past week after they blew the fuck out of Rutgers. I mean, it was Rutgers, but like they're not Still, dead yet. Yeah, no, but I mean, again, I've I've made that bold prediction that Michigan is going to beat Ohio State. I'm still okay. sticking to it. Sticking Michigan to it. looked damn good against Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah, they beat them by 21. But I mean, like this year, honestly, we could probably see double Big Ten, double SEC. That would be fucked, bro. At like, I actually, I have no alliance, no fanship whatsoever towards Cincinnati. But as as somebody coming from a small university, TCU, the fandom, I I know what that pain is like of literally just getting it ripped away from you. We did, we had it ripped away from us in 2014. So like. I would be just as furious for Cincinnati as if it was TCU in that same situation. Right. Because th- yeah. there's absolutely no reason they don't deserve to be in. They've proved themselves time in and time out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think um, hopefully there's more chaos so we don't have to rack our brains thinking about what it's going to be. Um, I But like I said, I don't think Ohio State's dead yet. I think – the, the Big Ten has a lot of contenders. 
SEC, it's very clear that it's going to yes. be Bama, Georgia. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, but in Big Ten, you got Iowa, you got Penn State, you have Michigan and Ohio State right now. That's four teams that are going to be contending for a CFP spot. Dude, the Big Ten is going to be a lot of fun to watch this year. Oh, their, their games are going to be really fun. 100%. I'm looking very forward to uh, Iowa, Penn State, 100%. Dude, yeah, because Iowa, I was nervous about uh, – that leads us into our next one, I guess. I'll go ahead and bring that one up. Iowa forced seven turnovers against Maryland in a blowout. So I'm I'm feeling good about the Hawkeyes. We talk, we've talked about their defense all year because it's fantastic. And, I mean, again – Seven turnovers against Tagaviola. That's crazy. So, and now their offense, though, put up 51 points. Their offense might not be as shitty as we thought. I don't know. I, w- I was watching their quarterback play. He's not very good. You're no, he's he's really not at all. They probably only scored that many points because their defense was just so dominant, just putting them in the right positions. I watched that whole game. Um, nah, yeah, their defense is as advertised. Their quarterback is also as advertised, it's not being very good. Um, I, I, I legit was watching him. And at some points I was like, this guy went D one, the Iowa quarterback. Yeah. Petra Petra. Yeah. yeah. I forget his name, but Petra's he's Petra. not good. Nah, he's, he's, he's nothing to write home about, but no, nah, I was, I mean like, but they're going to contend. They're going to contend in the big 10. And it's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. They're at least going to play all their games very close just because of their defense. So very close. I think no. they could beat Penn state this week. I like oh, they play Penn state, state this week. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's gonna be a really good game. Do you, who's the home team? I don't know. I just know that they're playing each other. Okay, here. Actually, I'm kind of curious about that. I'm gonna look it up. Iowa football schedule. Because if it's at Penn State, that's gonna be a really tough. Oh, Iowa's the home team, bro. Number three against number four. Shit, bro. College game day is going to Iowa City this weekend for sure. All right. Um, how you feeling about Miami being two and three? I feel like dog shit. Cause yeah, you're you're hyping <laughs> them up. I was hyping up big time in the preseason. I still like Derek King. I still think Derek King is a good quarterback. But yeah, they look like shit, bro. Their their coaching staff, Manny Diaz, um, or I think is the their head coach's name. He has just fallen off. They have just completely fallen off. They look so undisciplined. They can't. They can't put together a scoring drive to save their life. It's it's rough. Everything is rough there in Miami. Yeah, it's tough to that's it's a tough look. Yeah. Switching gears though, opposite of that, Kentucky out of the SEC of, of all SEC teams, Kentucky is currently five and zero. Oh. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um who they beat this weekend? Big opponent, Florida. Yeah, they beat Florida. That's right. Sorry, I was blanking. I knew that. But that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good for them. They're good last year, didn't they? Win like nine or ten games. Yeah, they were ranked at one point too. Yeah. So Their football programs turned around. They're showing up. They're showing up. And probably in good timing too, because their basketball team did very bad last year. Like historically so, bad. Yeah. Historically bad. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Good for them. I always like I always like new faces. Yeah, I li- I like seeing them win. I will say I was very surprised to see them beat Florida because after Florida competed with Bama, a lot of people were like, "Oh shit, maybe we need to look out for Florida again." Nope, there comes little old Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. All right, and then this, wait, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say SEC East, dude. Just full of surprises. 
Oh, always, bro. But then the West is literally just Bama, 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 and more Bama. All right, last one. This is has nothing to do with what happened over the weekend, but I just wanted to bring it up because uh, I'm curious as to your thoughts about it. Uh, I want to see if you hate it as much as me, but what are your thoughts on Western Michigan's dumb fucking logo that's literally the exact same thing as the Washington football team? Wait, they get a new logo? They did. Or it's just literally the- just a brown circle with a yellow W in it. New logo. Oh, wait, what the hell? Yeah, it's literally the Washington football team logo. Why they, Their old logo was fine. Yeah, it was cool. It had like the Bronco so, with everything. Old logo, chill. Yeah. Taylor Heineke. It, dude, exactly. That literally, I just think Washington football team every time I see it. Damn. Okay, yeah, that's dumb. I, I also feel like that's stupid. <laughs> okay, I'm glad you agree because it's been driving me crazy. Like scrolling through college football scores, and then I'll just be like, "Whoa, well, why the fuck is Washington on here?" But yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's just petty, but sometimes it's the stupid. Goes too hard. Yeah. All right, we need to get to MLB playoff predictions. We've already gone over an hour by now, but now it is time to get to our MLB playoff predictions. They actually are going on right now. The wild card game started. I'm curious to see. I'm going to check that score real quick. Right now, the Red Sox are taking on the Yankees. What an iconic matchup to have for the wild card game. And right now, the Red Sox are up 3-1 to one in the bottom of the sixth. So definitely going to be hopping on that whenever we're done recording. But yeah, I, this looks like it's going to be a good playoffs. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything, though. Elijah, Neither Elijah and I are huge baseball guys. Elijah probably knows a little bit more than me. Well, I've been I've been a bad baseball fan this year. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. No, same. I mean, but uh, but playoffs are playoffs. You know, we got to talk about playoffs. Um, I'm gonna watch playoffs for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna watch as much as I can. So we're not really gonna go into too much detail. We're just gonna give our predictions for how the playoffs are gonna pan out, how the World Series matchup is gonna look. So let's start with the wild card games. I know the Red Sox are winning right now, but. What is your pick for the American League wildcard game? Well, I think before it started, I don't even remember what. Uh, I didn't even pick a wildcard winner. I just picked that the the Dodgers are going to beat the Cardinals, which is still going to be a really good game because the Cardinals are very, very hot. That is, I mean, that is the wildcard game. Yeah, I'm talking about tomorrow. Okay, uh, yeah. But for this for this game, I didn't I didn't make a pick. I, I went with the Yankees. I mean, right now it's not looking too good, but I went with the Yankees. Um, and then even though I have them, and then also for the other wild card game, I'm going the opposite direction. I actually think the Cardinals are going to win just because they're so goddamn hot. Uh, and Max Muncy is out for the Dodgers, and that might be big. So I like uh, I like the Cardinals to win that. And who knows, dude? Every, crazy shit happens whenever it's literally just one game. Playoffs so. are hectic, dude. MLB yeah. playoffs are hectic. Um, it is but, not, but let's let's do the bread and butter. Let's let's get the ALDS. What are your picks there? So right now, uh, I'm taking the Rays, but I also have the Astros beating the White Sox. Okay. For the, uh, for the in the other ALDS series, yeah. So you're going with Rays and then Astros in the ALCS. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going. I'm. I agree. I think the Rays will beat either the Red Sox or the Yankees, whoever comes out. 
But then I'm going to disagree. The Astros have been the hot pick, but I picked the White Sox at the beginning of the year. Uh, I think all around they might be – I don't know. It's hard for me to say this because I don't know baseball rosters as much, but their pitching staff has been doing really well this year. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go yeah, with the White Sox. Yeah, I'm going to go yeah, with they the They got White Giolito, Sox. Uh, Dylan Cease. Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon. Um, now, I just, my thing is that like, – it's hard to fade the Astros during the playoffs because they always just somehow show out. Yeah, you're right. They've been, I mean, especially in like the past five years, they've been killing it. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going, I'm going, they just, they just know how to win in October. All right. And let's finish out the uh, ALCS. Who's your pick to go to the world series out of the American league. I'm picking the Astros again over the Rays. Ugh, dude, it's gross. It's, but I'm not done. I'm okay. Not done. okay so okay. let's round it out when we get to the NL series. All right, all right. So with the NL, start with the NLDS. Who you got? NLDS, I got the Giants beating the Cardinals. And I like then that. I have the uh, – Wait, you have the Giants beating the Cardinals? Did I say Dodgers earlier? I have like three different sh- – Oh, I was looking at yours, dude. Dodgers beat the Giants, Brewers over the Braves. Sorry, I was looking at your predictions. Dodgers over the Giants. See, uh, you know what's weird to me is that at the end of the year, the Dodgers had better World Series odds than they did odds to win their division. Yeah. Which is just weird. But, of course, the Dodgers of all teams. Huh, interesting. So, I'm going to disagree. I I mean, I already have the Cardinals winning the wild card game. But regardless of who wins, I think the Giants come out of that first series. And then did you pick the Brewers as well? Yeah, I picked the Brewers. Yeah, I, I like the Brewers a lot. I think um, they actually have a chance of going to the World Series, though, too. The Brewers, so they're tr- they're they're a pick right now. I saw yeah. uh, I was doing I was on the MLB app. They're a trendy pick. Yeah, their pitching staff has been dude. Corbin Burns has been killing it this year. All right, and then for the NLCS, who are you taking to win that? Uh, Dodgers over Brewers. And then so that would make a rematch of 2017 World Series, Astros-Dodgers, and the Dodgers are going to get revenge and win the World Series. Damn, our picks are very different. You have the Dodgers winning it all. I have them losing tomorrow night. All right, well, that'll be a make-or-break game for either one of our predictions. So NLCS, I'm going to ride with the Giants, the one seed, to make the World Series. So I have a Giants against White Sox World Series, and I have the Giants winning – They've exceeded all expectations this year. I think it's going to colossally. Yeah, colossally. I think they've, they're going to finish it off in the right way and kind of be a, a storybook type team. Plus, I have a $20 bet to win like 400 bucks if they win the World Series. So that would be sick. I placed that back in like March. That'd be cool. I'll really appreciate it, San Francisco, if you could do that. But <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah. But no, I think it'll be a really entertaining uh, playoff. I like the playoff picture. It's just one of the craziest things to me, though, is not seeing the Padres in here at all. Yeah, they're uh, they faded down the stretch for sure. That's what baseball season is, though. Baseball season's a ground. It's hundred. It's a grind. It's one hundred sixty-two games. Um, I definitely stopped paying attention to baseball for a while uh, when playoffs got brought up like a week ago i forgot that the season was still going on to be honest with you <laughs> i've been so involved with the nfl you know exactly rangers, yeah and the rangers have just been terrible so that's another reason be- they lost under two games this year and so like 
when I watch baseball, I watch the Rangers. Yeah, it was pretty rough. I went to uh, one of their last games over the weekend, and me and my buddies were doing uh, $1 bets. So, like, during the game, I would literally just be like, all right, I got $1. The next the next pitch is a ball. And then whoever grabbed my hand, we were locked in. And then no way. Dude, it, made it, it made it so much fun. And we would That's literally sick, start actually. doing dumb shit. We'd be like, I bet a dollar that the next person that walks by us is wearing a hat. And so it would be, we'd just be like, whoa, whoa, like, right. It just made it a lot of fun. I got to copy that. That sounds like hella fun. Yeah, it was, I I was the only one that ended positive though. I ended up like plus 15 on the night. Oh, not bad. Yeah, not bad. After $1 bets. Honestly, the way that me and my friends operate at baseball games, it would just turn into beer money. Like who's got the next round? That's, that's a good way to do it too. Cause I ended up spending way too much money on drinks there. It, it's a you know it'll suck you in dude it's a vortex yeah especially Plus, like dude, now that i'm 21 i can just do whatever i want oh dude with the rangers ballpark too like if you go to the right where they have like the bars and you get that good beer on tap that carbock on top oh yeah yeah oh my goodness dangerous dangerous we went to texas live after it too bro 15 bucks a beer where at texas live really yeah how much did you did you not buy beer there? Or? We uh, we bought one beer, but I think it was like ten bucks. Last time I went, bro, I bought three beers. It was fifty bucks. Bro, fuck that, dude. Deadass. Dude, but they can charge whatever they want though, because everybody's just gonna be drinking there. But I mean, it is badass. So it is pretty. That was my first time <laughs> being. It is pretty. It's sweet. Pretty badass. It so, is pretty sweet. Yeah. All right. Times. That's uh, that, that's our baseball though. That's what we got. I have um, the Giants and the White Sox in the World Series, and I think the Giants are going to take it all. Whereas Elijah has the Dodgers beating the Astros to get revenge from 2017. That would be very entertaining if that happens. Uh, I would definitely root for the Dodgers in that scenario. So, all right, let's close it out with some love it or loathe it. All right, do you want to take this first batch or? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Um, Mark Zuckerberg net worth went down by a cool 8 billion with a B while Facebook and Instagram were down. So this has nothing to do with sports, but I love it. And I thought this was necessarily necessary to include because the entire internet was freaking out going to shit. I think every comment I saw on TikTok was point of view. You're watching this while Instagram is down and dumb shit like that, but everybody's freaking out. And I think it's hilarious that. I mean, not so much hilarious, but it's Mark Zuckerberg. Who gives a shit if he loses $8 billion? But right. that's just kind of crazy. Like that one little dip, because I think they only lost like 5% on their stock, can affect him so heavily. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, there's some conspiracy <laughs> theories about that, but we don't need to get, we don't need to get into those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chargers and Raiders go through a weather delay despite playing in a brand new dome. I loathe this. This is fucking stupid. I, I, I get your player safety first, but this doesn't really make sense to me. Yeah, I didn't understand what was going on. Uh, yeah, it was stupid. Uh, Bubba Wallace becomes second black driver to win a NASCAR race. I love this. I don't care about NASCAR whatsoever, but milestones like this are always really, really cool in any sport. So good for Bubba Wallace. He does a lot of good things for uh, social activism and everything. So great dude. Good win. Good to see that. All right. Yeah. Uh, Ravens go for the NFL rushing record instead of taking a knee to win the game. 
So I'm going to load this ironically because usually I would be a fan of stuff like this. And it kind of goes against my play to win aspect of the Jets and Titans, you know, controversy. But I load this. Yeah, exactly. I think this was just a insult to injury. Uh, Very unsportsmanlike. I don't want to sound like a bitch, but I'm kind of going to be a bitch about it. Uh, I think it was unsportsmanlike. There was really no reason for it. It was literally 100% to get the record, no other reason. And so mm-hmm. for that reason, I think it was stupid. Yeah. Uh, Har- or Vic Fangio was pretty pressed about it. Mm-hmm. And then Harbaugh responded to Fangio's comments by saying, I didn't realize there was a 16-point play in the NFL when you tried to go for a touchdown with 10 <laughs> seconds left. So I thought that was pretty funny. That and is yeah, a funny whole- response. I talked about it on my solo pod today. I thought this whole situation was just kind of dumb in general. Yeah. The fact that he went for it, but also that the fact that the other guy got mad. Um, it was just, just a messy. Bunch of fragile egos. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Like the Ravens, that's their brand of football. They like the physical ground and pound, but just get over yourself. Like you guys already had a record. Right. Um, Mel Kuyper ranks Liberty quarterback Malik Willis as the 2022 draft's number one quarterback. I love this because I 100% agree. I think Spencer Rattler is going to the league, and I've talked about it, but he's overrated. Don't get me wrong. He's a great quarterback, but he's not as good as the media cuts him out to be. I think Malik Willis actually is all-around talent-wise the best for the NFL. Um, I wouldn't compare him directly to Lamar Jackson because he's not as much of a runner, but pro style wise, I think he'll fit into an offense similar to how Lamar Jackson has worked out. Um, And I think, you know, Malik Willis would be able to do the same shit. So I liked seeing that. I love that. All right. Switching over to you. Oh yeah. I'm glad you included this one. I, I, I forgot to, I meant to, but Joey Bosa rips into the refs on a rant. Yeah, this was awesome. He called them blind like four times. And then said that the refs are pathetic, which is a pretty big um, indictment for an NFL, active NFL player to say this. So like a non-member of the media. Um, And then uh, I saw a comment from a Chargers fan saying that Joey must feel pretty strongly about this if he spoke more than one sentence. Because apparently, I guess, he just doesn't talk a lot. So like, he's pretty fucking pissed like the rest of the NFL viewership is about this ref situation. So glad that we're not falling on deaf ears or we're not crazy because the refs suck this year. Yeah. All righty. Next up, John Gruden told Playboy Magazine... He lost his virginity in South Bend, Indiana, and that the Notre Dame fight song was playing in his head. I love this. I think that this is the most John Gruden what thing to ever happen. Yeah, I think it was for an interview with Playboy. Um, but yeah, he, he told him that. So like, I can just hear him. I can't do a Gruden impression, but I can just see him just going, yeah, man. Like the, the interviewer asked him, and he was like, did you hear music? Like there was a band. He was like, nah, man, I heard it in my head. Oh, dude, I've, I've seen this guy that does a really good John Gruden impression on TikTok. I wish I could. Mine was pretty trash. I can't it's tough, doing bro. It at this point. It's tough. Nah, bro, I'm <laughs> posting it, bro. I'm posting on everything. You're fucked. Yeah. I'm tagging him. All right. Next up, if the Cardinals win the World Series, then Yadier Molina will be the first starting catcher to win a World Series in three different decades. That's insane. I, I love this. I hate the three different decades. 
why that everyone it's just stupid it was cool like the first time i've seen it but this is like the 10th different one where if this guy does this this will be the first time somebody's done this in this many decades it's like okay dude. yeah I, I i get part of it because i i agree that some stats they reach for but i don't know that's kind of cool maybe it would be cooler if he was the first player to do so instead of just the first catcher catcher yeah because that's a little bit more specific i see where you're coming from all right, and then last but not least, the match part five is happening November 26th, and it will be a 1v1 between Brooks Koepka and Bryson DeChambeau. I did not know about this. Holy shit. Yup. Let's it's fucking be go. Awesome. You know I love this. Um, one shitty thing about this, though, it is only going to be 12 holes, but fuck it. They literally, they literally both like took on that TikTok sound and said, 1v1 me, you pussy, your ass, <laughs> get shit on. Get shit on one v one me, and I'm not gonna go to the rest of it. But yeah, you get the point. So they're doing it. It's gonna be awesome. I honestly think like they're kind of chill now since they hugged at the at the Ryder Cup. But this is gonna be good to see. It's gonna be good TV. I'm gonna watch the shit out of this. Um, ah, love it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's love probably it. the first. I guess the Ryder Cup too. But I was gonna say probably the first like much watched golf event since uh, the Masters. But I would no, count the Ryder no, Cup no, no, no. There's like three more majors after that. But it's okay. You didn't know. You're not. Um, well, no. I mean, I knew they were a thing. But I mean, like, I'm talking about in the turn, like, the wide world of sports, where it's like uh, not even, not even golf. Like, not only golf fans will be watching this type thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm referring to. Where it's like everybody will be paying attention to it. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. But no, you're right. I mean, my golf knowledge is is so par. Limited. Unintended. So far. <laughs> Alrighty, All right. that's going to do it for this week's episode. Apologies for the technical difficulties at first, but as things Not went good. on, it it cleared out. You know, show must go on. Um, it ended up being a great episode. We went about an hour and a half. We're, <laughs> I love how we went to two episodes a week, but we've just been pumping out like hour and a half episodes every time now. Still, well, Thursday was because we had another voice on. That's true. We forgot. We forgot that another guy just adds time, especially with another podcaster, because he actually knew how to talk. Yeah, he knew what he was doing and everything. He knew what he was doing, and we for we misunderstood we misunderestimated how much uh, time it would it would take with a with a guy who actually knew how to speak. No, I thought that was a lot of fun. Yeah, if y'all didn't, no, listen great to, uh, to our last episode. Make sure to go check that out with uh, Zach Rieger from Betting on the Rocks podcast. That was a lot of fun. We talked a lot about, I mean, I guess they're not so much relevant anymore because the game's already happened, but we made a lot of best bets, talked a lot about what's going on in football. So check all that out. Also check out his podcast too. He just had his first uh, live episode on GTD Network this Monday. So, but anyways, that's going to do it for this week. We will be, or not this week, this Tuesday. We'll be back on YouTube and Twitch live Thursday at 5 p.m. We'll see y'all there. And thank you for listening.